Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Jack of All. All right, I had a heck of a week last week. I am sore as I'll get out. It's because I went on a guy's trip. Yes, indeed. It has been a while since I've been on a guy's trip. Um, let's see, what was the last? Last guy's trip, I guess, before this one was when I hiked Catalina Island. I should tell that. Yeah, I'm going to tell that story. If you aren't aware of what Catalina Island is, it's an island off the Orange County coast. Um, it took us about three days to hike it. Like, you had to wear a pack, a backpack. Um, I was going with some friends, and you got to ride this ferry over to the island. It takes about an hour, hour and a half. Um, but okay, So, whatever my schedule was, I was going to make the ferry just barely, right? By the skin of my teeth. Well, something happened to delay me. I don't remember what it was. I probably stopped to change a nun's tire or something, you know, something incredible. Anyway, I missed the ferry, so I had to take the next one, which was in five hours. Well, here's why this matters, is the guys I was packing with, they went ahead and started hiking to our first camping spot, uh, which was like a 10-mile hike, and... Uh, during that five hours, it went from daylight to pitch black to nighttime. So I take the ferry over. I have limited cell phone battery. And essentially all I know is the name of the campsite, which is about 10 miles up. I am by myself. Keep in mind, the outdoors are very foreign to me. I'm I'm a Velcro kid, right? I couldn't tie a knot to save my life. I just, I'm, I'm not a man's man, right? I shop at Ikea. And so this idea of hiking by myself is probably the most terrifying thing I can think of. So I am hiking up this trail by myself, which for the most part was kind of road, but still the only light is moonlight. And I have no idea if I'm going in the right direction. And every once in a while, I could call their phone number, but all I can say is, hey, uh, I just passed some trees. Does it sound like I'm going the right way? And they're like, yep, sounds like you're an idiot. And then we'd get cut off, and then I'd be even more terrified. So, <laughs> so I was going, and every, you know, every time a bush moves or the wind blows the trees, I hear something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's for sure a pack of wolves. I'm picturing that scene in Beauty and the Beast, right, where the wolves come out and just tear into the beast. And I'm like, I'm no beast, okay? I can't handle a pack of wolves. I haven't been trained for that. <laughs> so I just keep going up. Every once in a while, I would use my uh, little flashlight on the phone when I just couldn't see anything. So let's say I am, here's a crazy part. Let's say I'm like six miles up this trail. And it gets to a part where I can't really see very well. So I'm like, okay, I'm, it's worth it for me to use this little flashlight. So I use a flashlight. I'm trying to find where I'm going. And then all of a sudden, off to my left, kind of sounds like in the distance, I hear, help, help us. I just remember thinking, bull crap. I know a pack of 
ghost wolves when I hear it. I'm out of here. But the voice even, help us. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? So I start going towards the sound. I'm flashing my light. And they're like, we see you. Come here, help us. And I'm just so scared. I'm not feeling heroic at all. And then I get over there. There was a family of 10. They were Hispanic. And they were essentially trapped on the side of a mountain. And I was like, what in the heck is going on here? And they said that they were up on the trail and there was a buffalo. So there are just buffalo all over Catalina Island. Actually, the way they got there was they filmed a movie like 40 years ago. And then the people who brought the buffalo over for the movie left the buffalo there Then they just bred like crazy, and now there's buffalo all over the island. And not like, oh, that's a cute buffalo. We're talking massive, huge buffalo. And so the family said that one was on the trail looking pretty menacing, and so they decided to go off the beaten path to avoid this buffalo, and in doing so got stuck on the side of this mountain And it was pitch black and they couldn't move because every time they moved, they would run into a cactus. or So they were literally stuck on this mountain. And so I used my phone and I was like trying to, you know, shed light on the situation. You're welcome. And finally got him back to this path. And they're like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I was like, guys, no problem. It's the least I can do. Um... If you want to say thank you, you can do it monetarily right now, but you know, you know, no pressure whatsoever. Anyway, so I saved their lives. Uh, they probably all have tattoos of me on their lower back right now. And they went back their way, and then I made my way up uh, toward the campsite. Finally got there. It was supposed to take me X amount. It took me two times that and had the rest of the, the time. So that was that's just a a snapshot of the last guy's trip. This guy's trip uh, looked a lot different, um, was fun, but for different reasons. So um, we, is five really close friends, we went to Tahoe and it was a breath of fresh air. Actually, literally, <laughs> the trip to Tahoe, it's just different air up there. Air up there? Kevin Bacon shot out. Anyway, there's a 300-inch base of snow, which is 25 feet for the layman. And, uh, man, it was just a great trip. It was three days of just fun guy stuff, you know? Like jumping out of trees into the snow and snowball fights with snowballs that are packed hard enough to be pool balls (laughs) and cigars and speedo snow dives and tubing and skiing, and cards. It was just, it was a great time, man. Uh, If you don't follow me on Instagram, my handle is at Graham Cowgill, G-R-A-E-M-E-C-O-W-G-I-L-L. Follow it so you can see some of the videos, or at least the ones I was allowed to post. Um, However, the trip that we went on did cost money. You know, it cost money. Uh, It cost money to do that stuff. And here's what I was thinking of, was the ROI, the return on investment of trips. You know, whether that's like vacation or disconnect days, 
or just day trips, whatever, uh, what makes it worth it? Because very rarely is that stuff free, and usually it's not cheap. And so should we make those decisions? I remember growing up, uh, I would watch like Price is Right, and whenever they came to the showcase showdown at the end, and one person would have like a home entertainment system, and the other person would be like, here's a trip to Brazil. And I'd be like, lame, because that only lasts four days, and the entertainment center lasts the rest of your life. And just thinking it's not worth it. But the older I'm getting, I realize, dude, that's you just can't put a price on this, you know? And so for me, the reason that vacations have become uh, something that I cherish, something that I deem necessary, is because I've put certain goals, I guess, for the trip. Uh, goals to hold myself accountable to, or at least mindsets to hold myself accountable to, or expectations. And they are really what determine uh, if the ROI is worth it or not. So, for instance, a huge goal for me uh, for vacation, and especially a guy's trip like this, is the relaxation piece. You know, being able to let my hair down. Uh, if you're listening to this and you just made a bald spot joke, uh, shame on you, okay? And that's probably why you weren't invited on the trip, so who's laughing now? Still not me because I still have a bald spot. Anyway, uh, letting my hair down, that's not a huge struggle for me. Uh, it was for some of the other guys on the trip. They uh, That doesn't come as naturally, but I'm, I enjoy unplugging. I I try to be present. I try to be somebody who, who you know, who doesn't burden tension too too much. Um, but you know, I am a relatively intentional guy, and uh, I think that as I just interact socially, I'm I'm pretty aware. You know, I'm pretty in tune with what I say and how it comes across, and you know what situations need socially and whether or not I can supply it and so uh, I I am I do feel to a certain degree that I'm always on you know what I mean like you're just always aware and so you're just this cognitive um, battery life like I, I feel like it's depleting uh, pretty quickly because I'm just always engaged. I'm right, especially when you have kids, right? It's very hard to just turn off. You're always determining what your conversations and actions are producing for the future. So, uh, for me, I am willing to spend money and time if I can get around a group that allows me to disconnect from that. Now, it doesn't mean that you know just reckless abandon. I throw intention to the wind. But I felt, and I hope the rest of the guys felt, that there was no pressure to be someone that we're not. You know, we weren't required to say the right things. Uh, we didn't have to be on. We got to have fun on our terms, you know. And we got to trust the other guys in the group loved us for the things that we did and for the things that we chose not to do. It was just it was a very deep breath component to the hangout where... Now, you don't always have that luxury. Sometimes if you're in a place of leadership, uh, you have to look to uh, the health of others <laughs> and um, you have to kind of 
quarantine your self-care sometimes. That that doesn't get to come first in every situation. And so uh, I plan in and take advantage of the times when it can just be my self-care and I can kind of rejuvenate uh, who I am. So, so yeah, I think relaxation is is necessary. It's good for resetting. Actually, they say that you know, if you're ever driving for an extended period of time and you start to get sleepy, that the brain needs about two minutes to reset. So if you're ever driving and you're sleepy, pull over, get out, take about two minutes to do something else, to walk around, walk through a convenience store, something to reset, and then you'll feel like a different person when you start driving again. It'll give you more focus, and hopefully that is what vacation is to you, you know? It's a reset to give inspiration and momentum to your next season. So, um, yeah, so that's one. It's, it's relaxation. I hold myself accountable to relaxation on vacations because I need the reset. But just as much as a deep breath resets, it subconsciously allows me to connect in a relationship better. And that's my second one is relaxation and a relationship. Uh, I would always say when I was a youth pastor that a summer camp, if your kids go on a summer camp, to connect with the leaders and the other kids, just that one week or weekend is worth like four months of relational equity. You know, just going through those things with those kids and with those leaders, you feel that much more bonded. And I think the same is true on trips. You know, there's something about like tackling the unknown or the unfamiliar with people that bonds you. You, know, you get to create memories that are rare and are kind of specific to like a trip or a place. And there are stories from this past trip that I'm going to share for the rest of my life. Uh, for instance, one of them was something called the airdrop challenge. Before we left, uh, we were texting back and forth uh, just us five guys, and they're like, what are you wearing? And so I, of course, sent them a picture of me in a Speedo and a vest saying, this is the only, this is the only outfit I'm bringing. And worst decision ever, because now they all have that picture. And so when we were on the plane, my buddy, <laughs> Brian Pizzola, Instagram, at Pezgato, P-E-Z-Z-G-A-T-O, uh, he would take that picture and he'd bring up his airdrop for his iPhone, and he would airdrop it to everybody that showed up on that. And I was like, dude, you've got to stop. And he was crying, laughing. And so you would hear the bing, bing in the rows around us when it showed up. And so the picture would show up on their phone, and they would either accept or decline it. And so he had like four declines, and I was like, that is so much worse somehow, even than an accept. And so he just, you know, like eight different names would pop up, and he would just rifle it to all of them. And then when we landed, as soon as we came back and like, you know, you have service, all of a sudden I hear bing, 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 bing like around me just knowing that picture is popping up to everybody I was like buddy you gotta stop but dude the, my face of embarrassment and watching the people around me just being thoroughly uncomfortable it was so funny and that's something I'm going to remember forever 
and, and unfortunately talk about, and that is one of a hundred stories that came from just three days. So I think it's just important to get away and to create memories that last. Um, but maybe it doesn't have to, but it is important and it makes more sense to do that with people that you care about. People that you actually want to start a relationship with, right? If, you're, if it's going to be worth months or even a year of relational equity, make sure that is going towards a relationship that you care about, that you have the expectation of journeying with and healing with and, and people that you want to know. Um, because it's not, it's not cheap, right? And it's not easy to get away for time. So be very intentional. Um, these guys that I went on the trip with are guys who I care about. I, I do. I, I love these guys and they allow me to be me and I cherish their friendship. So relaxation and a relationship makes sense with them, right? If they were guys who I felt pressure around or I didn't care about furthering a relationship with, which is okay, you don't have to be best friends with everybody, be intentional with that, then then that trip wouldn't make any sense. It's too expensive and it doesn't serve the purpose I'm looking for, but um, yeah, everybody needs re- relaxation, you know? Everyone needs a reset and everybody needs relationship. So I just wanted to encourage you from a trip that I went on that if you're just looking at the X's and O's, that amount of Time and money spent on that amount of days is like, uh, maybe, but when you look at the relational equity, when you look at the reset and probably the dividends it's going to pay in my next year, <laughs> just having buddies who I know love me and the courage that comes from that, uh, as well as the reset and focus into a very pivotal, necessary season of my life, uh, you start to realize that it is the right decision and it's something that we have to do often. So hopefully that just encourages you to be more intentional with who and how often you take those resets. So just a little bit of encouragement for today and uh, we'll try again tomorrow.